Yeah, we're talking about the Master Builder. What a wonderful series. I'm thoroughly enjoying this series. And our Master Builder, first of all, we went right to Jesus because when we receive Jesus, He makes us a whole new creation. He, uh, he's uh, done a wonderful supernatural work to cause us to be redeemed from sin and spiritual death and sickness and all the things Jesus wrought for us in the work of redemption. And uh, we talked about, you know, the three different baptisms that we see clearly in the Word of God over and over again. And the first baptism when you receive Jesus is the Holy Spirit baptizes you in the Christ, in the body of Christ. We identify with Him. We become a child of God. And then right after that, we can see in the gospel, once you believe and are baptized, water baptized, that's uh, something that you need to do. And I encourage you, if you haven't, is to be water baptized because it's an outward expression of what you just received in Christ, your identification with Him, you making a public stand. Wasn't last week's service just wonderful? If you're at 11 o'clock service, little kids say, you know what, I want to take a stand for Jesus today. I, 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 I want to recognize before people and what's happened to me in His death, His burial, and His resurrection, and I have new life because of Him. And that's the second baptism. Then the third baptism is when the Holy Spirit, or excuse me, when Jesus baptized us in the Holy Spirit so we can have power on our life to overcome and face trials, but also to serve in a greater capacity. So after you receive Jesus and the Holy Spirit within you, God wants us to become baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's the same Spirit, but a deeper dimension. If you're here again today and you don't know Jesus, I introduce Him to you, you become a whole new creation. The Spirit of God comes on the inside of you. You become His temple. Then as we read in another scripture, we're gonna see there is another dimension. Same spirit, deeper dimension. Joyce Meyer mentioned this, that God's purpose in salvation is coming to us with His abiding presence. Then God coming upon us in the baptism of the Holy Spirit with power to help us do things that are hard, to help us when we face things that are impossible to overcome and get through things we normally would not be able to get through, but thank God the Holy Spirit is a helper. He's a strengthener. He's, he's a standby. The Word says, if that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us, He'll quicken our mortal bodies. He'll quicken us. He'll, you know, help us walk in new life. People who are self-sufficient, though, think that depending on God is a sign of weakness. I'm going to say this with all the respect that I possibly can towards you, because I've found it many, many, multiple times in my life, that what we talk about today is a greater awareness of, of Jesus not only being our Savior, but our Lord, and beginning to be filled with His Spirit so that He can help us throughout life and we can learn to depend on Him in every situation in life, the crisis of life. Listen, I'm gonna say this again with due respect. You will, if you haven't, you will face something that is beyond your ability to process it, handle it, in your mind, your will, your emotions, in your family, in your body, in a situation on the job. You will face something beyond yourself, but never beyond God and His ability by the Spirit of God to brace you up in the most difficult situations in life. Last week I gave you my, sort of my testimony of how I went through the three baptisms, receiving Jesus, water baptism, then receiving the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, really what that means, He comes upon you in a greater measure. Same Spirit, deeper dimension. 
Many times in my life, both personally, as, as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a leader, as a pastor in whatever role that I've faced in family situations, we, we just like you, have faced tragedy, we've faced circumstances, we've faced trials, and for some reason this morning, I'll, I'll never forget about, uh, about eight years ago, I guess now, when, um, when my dad was having some challenges. Matter of fact, my wife and I were in, uh, my dad's in the grandstands of heaven now, boy, he's, he's far better off, right? To be with Christ, to be absent with us, but, but so much far better, but uh, I miss him. As a matter of fact, can I just tell you the other day, I don't know, for some reason, you know, for some reason, uh, I heard something or saw something and boy, I just had an overwhelming sense, boy, I miss my dad. And uh, you know, that's, that's okay to let those moments happen. And you know what, I'm, I'm just gonna uh, do something right now. And, and uh, Jay, if you and your wife could come up here just for a minute, I don't, I don't normally do this, but for some reason, uh, there's been some rough things, and you just faced me. This is not supposed to be dramatic or anything, but I just want to let you know that whatever you've been facing concerning your son, that, that burden's going to be removed now, and that yoke is destroyed, and the Holy Spirit's just going to help you uh, with a greater measure of grace and healing and process, and at those moments, uh, God's just going to divinely brace you. So any, anything that's tried to linger and hang on through any kind of sorrow or grief, we come against that together. And we thank you for healing in the soul, the mind, the will, the emotions, and healing in their family. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, so um, you might say, is that going to happen to me? Well, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. Uh, for some reason, I just hope that helped you. And uh, so anyway, uh, I just had a moment with my dad, and sometimes I think moments like that need to happen so we can continue to receive even healing sometimes that we didn't even know we needed. Because when you go through a situation, sometimes you don't even really have a moment to grieve or a moment to get through things, and so therefore it can attach itself to you in a lingering longer way than it needs to. But I remember, uh, and that situation was beyond my ability to process, beyond he had, my dad I was, was uh, my wife and I were in a movie and we got a phone call that, you know, dad needs to go to urgent care. And when that happens, my dad just did not go to the doctors, just did not. So when I heard that and then I heard, and then it was just a supernatural thing with Marty and just happened to be there at a time and too much to say, too little time to say it. But uh, we went right into that uh, uh, urgent care situation and, and my dad, you know, I just went in there and to see my dad go through stuff like that, that's beyond sometimes your ability to process that. Anybody ever been there? I mean, you just got into a situation, man, this, God, I, and, and beyond me, but not beyond God's help, not beyond the Holy Spirit that I knew was present in me. I knew I had a relationship with him, and, and I'll never forget, they were working with him, and just one thing after another, I was just praying in the Spirit, and one thing after another, and our, you know, those around us who, who are filled with the Spirit were praying in the Spirit, just, just no one knew what's going on, and matter of fact, please don't show out. Being filled with the Holy Spirit's more for you than anybody else. And then when you get into your world, you know, it's just, he'll lead you and guide you, and you can pray for things beyond what you can naturally pray for. And, and you know, if God uses you in a way that, that can help someone else, just don't make it dramatic. We just want help, right? So we're in this situation, and one thing led to another. They couldn't figure it out, but then all of a sudden, this lady came in, and she said, I think he's getting ready to have an aneurysm. Well, if you have an aneurysm and you're not in the right place, you're gone. I mean, you're gone. 
So just so happened we were there and this lady detected something. Do you know what? You could pray for your doctors and they can have supernatural help come in them. I wonder why I'm thinking about this, but I might think about that. And all of a sudden, this led to that. And, and, and right in the back of where we were, this, this lady said, get him to the hospital. Get him to the emergency room. So we got him there and, and we went there. I just can remember him going in. And then, but, but the good thing, my dad sometimes, uh, he needed to see me. Because, you know, he, God bless him. He, he, I'm his son, but everywhere I went, he called me his pastor. Pastor. He went pastor there. I was like, yeah, you want pastor there, but I'm sort of a son right now. I'm having a hard time myself. But then I put that pastor thing on, and I'm like, Holy Spirit, help me keep it together for him, because I want to lose it. So you, you feel like that too, Pastor Cohen? Oh, yeah. Get ready to tell you again. Somewhere in life... You're going to face something beyond your ability to process it. You're going to be brought places that you can't handle it. You're going to see something like I saw, and all of a sudden, the doctors started working with him. They did all kinds of uh, whatever that thing is. They were locating, trying to see what was going on on the inside of him. And, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm there, and my brother's there, and, and, and all of a sudden, that aneurysm, an aortic our artery busted, aneurysm gone. I'm looking at my dad, he's gone. He is gone. And before they could even dismiss us where we were going, they went ahead and, you know what they do when they deal with, I mean, they went ahead and did big time surgery right in front of me, right in front of us. How do you handle the crisis of life? How do you handle that? Now, you know, I could just tell you that's one of the greatest blessings of Jesus saying, hey, hey, disciples, I'm getting ready to leave and go to the right hand of the Father, but I'm not going to leave you helpless. I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to be right here with you and in you by the person of the Holy Spirit, who is the promise of the Father. And, and by the way, disciples, don't leave Jerusalem until you get filled with the Holy Spirit because you're going to face that hospital room. You're going to face that crisis. You're going to be on the job and something happens. You're going to hear this. You're going to do that. And all of a sudden, it will be beyond you, but not beyond my power of my presence of my Holy Spirit. And guess what? When your knees are knocking, when you feel like fainting, there comes a divine bracing and the Holy Spirit will rise up in you as you yield to him and draw on his power. I, I just can't tell you how that has helped me throughout my life and over the years. And in situations where people can't handle it, but they don't have an awareness of God and his presence. Thank God for good people that surround us in tough times. But there has to come a point in a day and a time where you realize sometimes you're going to look around, you're going, something, you're going through something beyond you, but guess what? No one else is around, and you don't have any person there to help you but God the Father, and but God the Son, and but God the Holy Spirit. God dwells in you by His Spirit. God dwells in you by, Jesus dwells in you by the Holy Spirit, and kids, you're, you're out there going to class, and guess what? We, we, we do really, really highly suggest, according to the Word of God, that you get filled with the Holy Spirit. And you know what? You just pray in the Holy Spirit wherever you go. And he'll brace you up not to succumb to that temptation. He'll brace you up and he'll help you say no when you're, your flesh wants to say yes. He'll brace you up and comfort you and, and he'll lead you and he'll guide you and he'll bring good friends into your life. Long story short is as, as my dad went through emergency procedure, I mean, they had to, they had to cut him all the way. And I'm there, and my mind's locking up on me. 
My wife's there, I walk out into the hallway. I had to get away from everybody, not because I was so deep. I just had to regroup and get a hold of myself and I had to go and pray. And at that moment, I had no idea what to pray. Just like the Word of God says, the Holy Spirit, which is one of the greatest benefits that He'll give into your life, He will rise up on the inside of you when you're filled, and He'll begin to give you utterance. He'll begin to give you words, and by faith, you begin to speak them out. And and the Word of God says, when you pray in the Spirit, just yielding to the words He gives you, then all of a sudden, you begin to pray out the divine secrets and purpose and, and, and the will of God in every situation that might be beyond your ability, but not beyond His ability. He knows what needs to happen in every situation, even when we don't. So I just took my wife by the hand, and we, I just remember that long corridor, just that long corridor, and we would just walk, because I, I didn't want to be around anybody. I was regrouping. My wife always, always being there in the tough times, and, and, and we're just walking together, and guess what? Praying in the Spirit, be, building ourselves up, regrouping so that we say, God, I don't know what to do about this situation. This is overwhelming. And, and so just praying in the Holy Spirit helped us get it together, helped me get it together, and, and to where, God, I, I need help. What do you need me to do in this situation? Anything. What should I do? I don't know. So a lot of times when you ask God, what should I do? Then sometimes he can just rise up on the inside of you just, just in a little word of Scripture. Just a, just a simple word. And I, I'll never forget, and I really saw this in my mind's eye, I just remember my dad saying, he said, I'm not ready to go. I'm not satisfied yet. And that began, that's Psalm 91, that began, and my wife and I said, you know what, we, this, is what I, this is what I believe. And, may, you know, and she and I, she said, I get that, I get that. Too. That's right on, that's right on. So, Father, my dad, he's, he's just not satisfied. I know it looks impossible in there. How do you face things like that and not just crumble? So I'm telling you, long story short is, is and again, it's not just because of our prayers, there are other people praying, and, but I just had that word for me and my wife, and for, I shared that, I think, with some. I'm not even sure how much I shared that, but that's what I stood on, and long story short is, they went in there and supernaturally, my dad had already left. He checked out his body. And later on, we come to find out what he saw and what he experienced, and he had a choice. You could either come here all the way, or you can go back there. And supernaturally, miraculously, he recovered from that to the point, to the extent that hospital knew my dad as miracle man. Because you don't recover from things like that. So I'm not saying here today, listen, you know what? All credit and all glory has to be to God, because I didn't know what to do. It's like, oh, Pastor Cohen, you're so brave, you're so, no, I was, I was, I was losing it, but God, I said, but God, but I tell you what, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, greater than anything we'll ever face in this world, the Holy Spirit's only inside of us to help us divinely brace us, to help pray through situations, so I, I, I want to tell you again today, man, if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Please go to the Word for yourself. Please, please see what God's trying to tell you today, that uh, you, can't, you can't overcome what you're trying to overcome and failing with over and over and over again in your own strength. Never asked you to do that. I said, get filled with the Holy Spirit. I'll, I'll help you in life. Throughout my life, I mean, there's been many tests. You know, even walking in places where there was extreme and tough temptation. 
My wife and I were at Bible college, and, and, uh, and I'll never forget, we, we had one car, so we worked at Doubletree Hotel, and she, she worked as a room service and, and, and in the restaurant area, and, and I worked as a bellman and a, um, what else did I do? Um, valet. And every night, we would just go before God and say, God, we got some bills we're facing. <laughs> and we, we coming up, we're going to believe it together. We believe and receive. Amen. And, and we could go out and act our faith out and work. I'll just throw that in there. We acted out our faith that we believe and received, and God would always bring at least that amount, if not more. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'll never forget, in, in times that you're around environments, in hotels like that, there's some, there's some stuff that goes on. And, and, and there's some people that'll try to sort of get your attention and say, hey, why don't you meet me in the room? Now, I'm not, I'm not taking that as a compliment because <laughs> it's just bold out there. I mean, I'm really trying to keep this right in here. But, um, but, but, but there, there are times that I have to do um, the, uh, the runs to the um, to airport and the, and the bus and the van, and there would be a bunch of stewardesses. And, you know, they weren't highly sanctified at that time. And uh, so, you know, hey, you want to come party with us? Guess what I was doing up underneath my breath when I did not, I didn't feel nothing. I, I just, there was some stuff going on and I was, I was praying in the Holy Spirit up underneath my breath because the word of God says he'll strengthen you. Yeah. He, you know, when you pray in the Holy Spirit, it's one of the initial signs that, that you're, you're filled with the Holy Spirit and, 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 and he'll help sanctify you. What does that mean? Separate you from stuff's trying to come against you right now. I think one time the, 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 um, the uh, test was so strong and, it's, and this stewardess was saying, hey, you want to come in our room and party with us? I said, listen, I don't think my wife who works room service would appreciate that. Plus, I'm a Christian. Well, that checked them. I just kept on my mind. I just went ahead and just kept driving. I didn't care if they tipped. Get out of here. You're going to face temptations that normally you, could, you would succumb to, but if we just get aware of the infilling of the Holy Spirit, man. Just little testimonies of how I've been dependent on the Holy Spirit throughout my life. He's helped us handle things that uh, we've seen, seen other people be devastated by because they didn't have this awareness, nor did they have, you know, uh, whatever, maybe the teaching or whatever, that they needed to be aware of this. So, oh man, I can, you mean I can yield to the Holy Spirit in my prayer life? You mean I could yield to the Holy Spirit as I've studied for my test that he can help me take the test? The Holy Spirit doesn't give you the answers to the test. He'll bring to remembrance what you've studied. I mean, every situation in life, there, there's nothing, nothing you'll face beyond you, Nothing. I mean, excuse me, beyond the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. There's a bunch of stuff that you're getting ready to face in life that's going to be beyond you, but not beyond the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And, and, I'm, and I'm not ashamed of the gospel, nor am I ashamed of the Holy Spirit, because without the Holy Spirit, where would we be? I, I know for 100% for, for clarity, I wouldn't be here today. I don't even know if I'll be on this earth. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. 
Thank God we can draw upon the Holy Spirit and, and we can accomplish more in our lives that we could, we could by working in our own strength. It's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of God. Acts chapter one, verse four says, while being together and eating with them, Jesus was talking to his disciples. He commanded them, don't you leave Jerusalem. Wait for what the Father's promised of what you said, you've heard of me. For John baptized with water, but you'll be baptized and empowered and united with the Holy Spirit not long from now. Acts 1-8 begins to talk about this power that I've experienced in a greater measure. And one of the reasons why we're on series like this is because every time I study that, I'm like, Holy Spirit, man, I haven't been yielding to you enough. Man, I haven't been leaning on you like I need to. So guess what? I'm first partaker of what I teach. I, I have a good relationship with him, but there's, there's times even in my life to this day, I could feel like I'm worn out more than I should be, and I would just like look back and say, well, how much have I been praying in the Holy Spirit to get built up? Because I know something all of us quickly can run a deficit in finances, because if our outgo exceeds our upkeep, our, yeah, our, our what, what was that? If our outgo exceeds our income, our upkeep will be our downfall. See, my wife helped me again. Well, guess what? That doesn't just apply financially because if, if you don't act your wage, you're going to be in a mess. All right. So even spiritually, um, if you run a spiritual deficit every single day, you're like a car. Hopefully you've prayed and, and, and you've listened to the word while you're getting together and getting things together, getting ready for the day. And then you begin to go out in a day. And, and you know what? Sometimes before you leave the house, something's going on that starts taking pressure towards you or challenges or circumstances. And so energy begins to, like gas, you know, sort of be depleted in your life. And, and you know what? So that's why throughout the day, I've had to be more aware and, and just up underneath my breath where no one knows what's going on. I'm just practicing his presence and just praying in the spirit. Helps me not to run a deficit. And I know one thing, if things are, things are getting to me more than they should, it's because maybe I'm running a deficit. Maybe I've been giving out more than I even knew lately. Would you say this with me? Thank God for Jesus. And would you agree with me? Thank God for the Holy Spirit. What happens if, if, if you're going throughout life in your car and, and you all, just like I do, you have a warning light, and if it's digital, you got, you got 26 more miles. Well, then at 24 and all that kind of, you got this light on, and if you don't stop, guess what? If you don't stop and refill, and that, this has nothing to do with the devil. I, I, I rebuked the devil. I ran out of gas today. You don't need to rebuke anything. You just need to go to the gas station. Oh, the devil got my gas tank. Please stop that. No, he did not. We, <laughs> no, what happens? See, we run a deficit, and we, we wonder why my, our thoughts are hanging more than they need to. We wonder why we're so tired. We wonder why, we, we wonder why this thing's overwhelming us rather than replenishing. Did you know today we're sort of like a gas station I believe we're all being refilled with his word, which is strength and power. We're all being refilled with the Holy Spirit so we can go out there and do life and win. But don't just leave these things to hear. Man, every day of our life, we could have his help more than we have it right now. You know, Acts 1.8 says, you shall receive power, ability, efficiency when? 
when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. In other words, you'll start actually becoming Christ-like wherever you are and, and not just put on, oh, it's church day. Let's put my church hat on. Well, you know what? I'm going to work now. Let's take that off because I don't want anybody to know who I am. I don't want anybody to know I'm saved. I don't, know one, I don't want anybody, you know. You, you don't have to go and publicize it, but, but just keep, keep clothed with Christ because he wants to use you as salt and light where you are. He wants people to be a witness, and most of the time, you don't say a word. You just, you do the right thing when you feel like doing everything they did and wanted you to do with them, but with the power of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I don't want to do this. My tolerance is low right now. Help me. And then guess what you do? I don't even have to give you a word of knowledge. I don't even have to give you a prophecy. You know what you do in that bad situation? You can just say, listen, excuse me, I got to make a phone call. Get out of there. Get out of that place. The disciples received an empowerment, a might, efficiency when the Holy Spirit came upon them. They started actually living out what God had done in, his li in their life because they had the power to do it now. After the day of Pentecost, when the Spirit of God came upon Jesus' disciples, they became powerful, they became efficient, they had might, they had strength, they had help. They faced persecution and death that was way beyond them, but they still, they still navigated through that. How many of us can be at those places, third world right now, that if you profess Jesus Christ, get in that line and let me chop your head off? You're probably gonna need some power right then, or deny, them, or, or deny Jesus. In the United States of America, I'm telling you what, many people lost their precious life to give us the ability to stand up here and say, Jesus, the way, Jesus, the truth, Jesus, the life, we can preach the full counsel of the word of God and let you make your decision with his help. They lived and served God in difficult times. Smith Wigglesworth said, God can so fill a person with the Holy Spirit that they can laugh and believe in the face of a thousand difficulties. When I saw my dad in that situation and when we went into other situations in life, I didn't feel like I didn't have any joy and because I didn't have any joy, my strength was being sapped because guess what? You have no more strength than you do joy in your life. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our what? No wonder why we pray prayers inspired by the Holy Spirit. God, I ask you to strengthen your church. Strengthen us with your might. By your Holy Spirit that's on the inside of us, strengthen us with might. Help us, reinforce us, grant us greater grace, which is a divine bracing, not to succumb under the attack and the pressures of life in the world. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. God empowers us to serve him in good times and bad times and awkward times and inconvenient times and sideways times and you're in you're 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 in a you're in a movie one at one moment and five five minutes five well fifteen minutes later you're in a critical care situation with your dad and all of a sudden he's gone. God helps us do hard. We all face the same thing. I'm just asking us today, are we filled with the Holy Spirit? And if we've been filled with the Holy Spirit, Ephesians says, you know what? You need to be being filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> What's that mean? 
God, he knew he, knew he had to remind us, be being, be being filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, getting that word in spirit and life. But also, hey, it's so, so amazing because um, when, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, uh, the Spirit of God came upon them. And the Spirit of God then began to give them words that they began to speak by His Spirit. They begin to speak out words and utterances by the Holy Spirit, and the Word says they begin to speak out the glory of the goodness of God. Please study this subject because, you know, being filled with the Holy Spirit is for today. And also, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, the Word of God says when, when he that speaks in the utterances of God by the Holy Spirit or unknown tongue doesn't speak to people but unto God. When I'm praying in the Spirit, I'm not talking to you. When I'm praying in the Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm talking to God. I'm, I'm communing with God. And in, the, in, in, in that critical situation, the Word says He'll help you pray for things you don't know what to pray for as you ought. So guess what? I'm, I'm, de- I'm just holding my wife's hand. She was such a good strength for me, embracing for me. And, and, and we together were joined heart to heart. And, and then the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, I don't know what to pray in this situation. Father God, I ask you to help us pray by your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name to pray out the divine plan and purpose and will of God. And then, you know, just, just God gave me that, that gist of that scripture that we could stand on. And, and then be, but praying in the Holy Spirit is sort of like praying things you don't know what to pray for like you should and what you ought to. It's not sort of, that's what the word says. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God. I'm so thankful. You know, our worst day with God and yielding to Him is, is so much better than our best day without Him. The Holy Spirit's here to help us in every aspect of our life. There's a scripture I want to get to real quick. 1 Corinthians 14, 4 and 14 and 15 says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, what does it do? Edifies themselves, improves themselves, helps, builds themselves up, rebuilds that which has been torn down. And the word goes on in verse 14, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, listen, here's what it is. It's my spirit, I am a spirit. By the Holy Spirit within me, I pray. Man, I'm not limited anymore in my prayer life. He helps me. He gives me utterance. He strengthens me. Man, when I'm praying the Holy Spirit, I can take no credit because he's, he's working, he's moving, he's shifting, he's giving a scripture to help navigate through that situation and, and that whole whole situation with my dad and certainly there were, again, others praying and standing. Man, he recovered in, in just an amazing fashion called Miracle Man and God gave him two more years. Two more years to do some final things he wanted to get done before he went to heaven. And the whole next testimony situation was he got to a place that he wanted to go home. I don't care how much you're in faith at that moment. If, if someone wants to go home, because they might have gotten a glimpse, which my dad did get a glimpse, and he shared that. He was so reserved about sharing what he saw. He said, I don't want to talk to anybody about this. I don't. I don't. I don't. God, you know, I know dad's in the grandstands of heaven. Now, I, I hope I didn't step over the line, but there is forgiveness. <laughs> we hadn't talked about this for eight years. And so... He saw some things, and I believe because of the challenge he was facing, 
he fought a good fight. But I think he remembered that glimpse. He's like, guys, I'm ready to check out. I got, I, I'm ready to go. You know, the Holy Spirit can help you with that even when people are ready to go and we're not ready for them to go. Maybe they've gone and we hadn't still processed that. I want to encourage all you guys that, you know, do your best to be healthy and stay healthy in these manners because it seemed like in that time of my life, um, because so much was going on and, 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 you know, we were just on rotation in the ICU and, of course, all the different things you have to manage in life in that tough season. Sometimes you don't, you don't take the time to go through the process of grieving and, and, and it was even hard for me to cry at that time. There's only one time I can remember that I shed a tear. It was right in the middle of the night. God was helping me, but I still had to go through a natural process of sometimes just processing things and God helping me. And never forget that because uh, middle of the night, I just started to have a moment before God. And, and my wife just reaches over and holds my hand. <laughs> Without the help of the Holy Spirit, I just hope I've communicated something that could help you today. I, I need more of his help in every aspect of my life so this is a good series for me good series for all of us the scripture says in the book of Acts that there were some disciples and some of the disciples went to minister to them so they're believers of Jesus and they said have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed <laughs> they said I haven't heard that there is a different dimension of the Holy Spirit well they confirmed they were saved they, they water baptized and then, then they laid hands on them they prayed over them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and empowered with the Holy Spirit. Same Spirit, deeper dimension. Immensely, immensely. Not just life-changing, life-altering for me. And I hope life-altering for you. Father, we just praise you today uh, for your, your help by your Holy Spirit. And we, we praise you for your word, and, and we're so thankful that you didn't leave us powerless. You didn't leave us comfortless. Wow, you've given us your Holy Spirit. God, we know you're on the throne of God. You are God our Father. You are on the throne in heaven. Jesus, you're in a glorified flesh and bone body at the right hand. And then you sent the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit, who now indwells the church and wants to fill the church. It's just interesting to, you just look at me for a moment, it's just interesting to see this world's in such a place where you know, you know what the, the fastest growing church around the world today is? You know what that is? Churches that are filled with the Holy Spirit. Because this, this world is way beyond what we can handle and process, but not beyond God and His help. As we pray to get together here today, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, if, if you have one of those moments that you were on my dad's side and all of a sudden something happened in your body and, and you bled out, I mean, that's just a really tough thing to say today. If today you'd breathe your last breath, where would you go? Where? Where? Where'd you go? Let me help you know. Come on, we sang about it. Jesus, the way. Jesus, the truth. Jesus, the life. No one can get to the Father except through Him because He's the one 
that died on, our on the cross for our sin. He's the one that lives sin-free so we could die for all the times we had missed it. And on the third day, God raised him from the dead once he paid our death penalty. Jesus is alive today and he didn't do all that for him. He did it for you and he did it for me. If you're here today, you don't know Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior. I want us all to pray this prayer out loud today. Come on, let, let God, the Holy Spirit, who's drawing you to Jesus today, let him do that work. There's just an urgent thing in my heart today. That's why the Word of God says, Behold, today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, not yesterday. Today is the day. Whereas maybe you say, Oh, that's for someone else today. No, today. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. We've been right in the middle of so many different situations in the ministry. I'm, first thing we're like, Are they saved? What, what, what? We were in a critical situation uh, with this family that just was so, so dark, so dark. I mean, dark. They. They, they rejected Jesus like you can't even imagine. And the son uh, rededicated his life at harvest. And he said, would you please go with me? My, my mom's getting ready to breathe her last breath. And you're going to be brought into a situation that is going to be totally anti-God. Will you preach the gospel no matter what they say? Will you, will you preach the gospel? Will you, will you tell my mom the truth? Will you tell them the truth? Even if they tell you to be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. I said, if you, if you ask me to do that, I would never turn away an opportunity like that. This mom's on the deathbed, this son brings me in, it's all cordial, it's all this, it's all nice, it's all this. But then I began to shift. I began to talk about Jesus. I began to talk to the mom. It, 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 I, didn't, I didn't really, as much as I respect people, I, I didn't really have, didn't really care what they were saying right now because uh, because death, death was gripping this lady to the point where she'd get ready, she'd get ready, she'd get ready to slip out of that body. I mean, and everybody in all kinds of lifestyles, they would say, we don't wanna hear that. We don't wanna hear that. You just need to shut that down right now. And I kept going and I kept going. Listen, I don't mind telling you, I couldn't do that in my own strength. I couldn't do that in my own emotions. I couldn't do that. Wow, look at you, Pastor. Listen, don't, don't give any credit to me. I, I was just like, God, here we go, help. Give me words, prepare the hearts. I don't recommend, you, you, you can't just go in the whole hospital system and go do that. No, 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 that's disrespectful. But in situations, God might ask you to do some things that would be tough. That's totally out of my personality. So they put a major shutdown on what I was saying, but I said it all. And they dismissed me from that room pushed me out the door. My flesh was embarrassed, but my heart knew that I did the right thing. And you never know, you never know. Listen, someone in coma, someone still alive, they're hearing this and you, you, you never know. When they're slipping out, they could say, Jesus, your Lord, Jesus, Jesus, save me. I receive you, Jesus, I receive you. And slip right out of that body, last breath on earth first breath in heaven. Tough things beyond me. I, I know that I'm talking to a lot of you who face things just like this. I'm not the only one. So, Father, we thank you. Oh, gosh. And for all of you who might have just heard that say, let me give it, let's pray this out loud. Say this with me. God, come on, everybody pray this out loud. God, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he died on the cross for all of my sin. I believe on the third day, 
God, you raised Jesus from the dead by your Holy Spirit. Jesus, I need you as my Savior. (laughs) I'm so sorry for my past. I ask you to save me. I receive your salvation with all my heart. I confess you now as my Lord. Jesus, you're my Savior. Jesus, you're my Lord. Thank you for saving me.